it's from 411. This is for 411. Oh, okay. I love 411, by the way. So oh, okay. that's why I'm doing the interview because I, I, I just love that site. So I'm glad that um, you guys reached out. Yeah, cool. Thank mm -hmm. you. Uh, yeah. So I, I, we'll just get right into it. Um, yeah. I mean, again, again, awesome you're here. You seem really ready to answer anything that's thrown at you. I am. I mean, well, I'm not going to answer everything, but okay. I'm pretty you know what? I was on Total Divas. I did the whole reality TV thing. I'm all about uh, telling people my business because, you know, why be in the entertainment industry if you don't want a little attention, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> you are very brave and you're the perfect first guest for, uh, for the show here on 411 Mania. So ah. thanks to you on behalf of myself and all of us and also all the people. I mean, we got questions from everywhere. We got Ooh. comments left on the website, emails. Uh -huh. Oh, oh boy! Media. Oh and, no! Uh, <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so all over the place. Are you ready? Yes, I have my Starbucks here, and I'm mm. ready to roll. Let's rock. Okay. Mm -hmm. So first one, we pulled from Ryan, who dropped <sighs> the four one one comment section. All right. Um, and these are no order. All super random. We're going all over the place with your life, but. Okay. Uh, he wants to know, and of course, you know, we're, we're looking at your WWE career now. Do you ever wish that you had the opportunity to have been more than you were in the women's title picture? Um, you know, you, you spent some time sort of at ringside being a valet, uh, a manager, that sort of role. Um, were you happy with that mix or looking back, would you have been happier if you had had more of an opportunity to showcase what you did in the ring? Oh my gosh. Um, you know, I'm going to be honest here. Um, that was, it's one of the biggest regrets in my life. But the thing is, is that I had an 11 year career in the WWE and not a lot of people can say that. Mm. So I was part of a, I was part of a, you know, business that I loved more than anything but I, you know, I never got a title run. I was never in the ring as much as I wanted to be. And, you know, um, I just, it's, it's one of those things that that's why I was planning to come back. You know, um, I wanted to come back and have one more run for one more year and have a title run and be, you know, a very, very active in the women's division as a wrestler. Mm -hmm. Um, and it, it's, it's one of those things that I, you know, I look back and I just, you know, I feel like I, my focus was to be on TV and to work constantly. And it was so hard to, um, to have a spot on TV wrestling. I mean, the competition was, was a lot, like it was a huge competition to get on TV. And so you know, if you're not going to be on TV as a wrestler, you're going to, you're going to try and get on TV somehow. So, you know, I, d I was valeting and I loved valeting. I loved it. I loved being a manager, but you know why I started with WWE and why I became, you know, a diva at the time was because I wanted to wrestle and because I loved the business so much. Mm -hmm. So, but I feel like a lot of the fans, um, not a lot of them, some of them, they, you know, they criticized me because I wasn't in the ring. And, you know, when I was in the ring, I wasn't the best performer because I didn't have a lot of ring time. 
So, you know, I got, I, I got a lot of havoc from that and it was, you know, I'm, I'm human and I'm going to be honest here. I was very hurt by it. You know, I was very hurt by the comments from some of the, from some of the people saying that I didn't care about the business. And I mean, I, and some of the lies that were on some of the dirt sheets that I've read. Oh my gosh. They, it was, it was, that was the hardest part for me is, you know, being a part of business I love so much traveling and you know i was in developmental for like three and a half years and people saying that i didn't pay my dues and i'm like wow like i put up rings in the rain and the snow in ovw right. but you're saying i didn't pay my dues like it, it was it, that's that was really hard so i yes i do have a lot of regrets about that i do regret it sorry that was a long answer no it's <laughs> this, great this, this interview is going to take a long, long time <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we were talking about a part two. I think we're planning on a multi-part series here. Uh, but that's great. But I, I actually have a follow-up for you then because, you know, it's mm -hmm. interesting to me everything that you're saying about how you were perceived based on the time that you were active. Do you feel like, and this is not necessarily a regret because it's not something you can change, but do you feel like if you came along a little later, if you were active now, uh, when so much more focus is towards the work that women are putting in to be serious athletes. And it's not just the assumption, oh, they're divas. Oh, you know, they're not serious just because they have a certain look or a certain personality. Do you feel like it would have been a kinder time for you to be able to kind of employ that work ethic and the drive that, that you had? That's a really, really good question. Um, you know, I feel like if you... I, but I feel like the competition is still going to be the same. So like, I feel like if I, if it were now, like there, there's obviously going to be spots for valets, but there's going to be actually, you know what, thinking about it, there's, there are, there are more matches and more opportunity for women to get in the ring now. So yeah, I feel like if I had come around later that it would have been, it would have been more possible for me for sure. You know? Sure. Um, but you can't really look back and look at life like that. Could have, would have, you yeah. know, so I, I don't like to even, even say that, you know, but I can say that my daughter is fully like loves <laughs> wrestling around with me. So like, I feel like I'm hoping I'm not going to be one of those moms. that's going to be like, Hey, like you are going to fulfill the dream that I didn't know <laughs> that I didn't fulfill for myself. But she's in gymnastics now, so the option will always be there for her. If she ever wants to wrestle, I'll be, like, her number one supporter with that. <laughs> uh, well, she's got nobody better to, you know, she, she's got the influence yeah. from home now. So Yeah, I'd, I'd have to have Natty show her because, like, Natty is, like, one of my best friends and just so amazing in the ring that I feel like I would want Natty to to train her, you know. <laughs> what a great segue. And you uh, let's just make it very public. You do not have any of these questions in front of you. You've been not you have not been tipped off about any of this. But no. very next question. Who who were you closest with backstage during your time with WWE? I guess Natty's on the list. Well, she honestly like this woman, Natty, is she was there for me through thick and thin, through my lowest times. And my, and my highest times, like when I was going through, you know, it was very public, the stuff that I was going through mm -hmm. and, you know, a lot of people didn't really want to be associated with me because I was going through a lot. And, um, she was right there guiding me through the hardest times in my life. And, uh, 
literally like a, like a sister to me. Like she, and, uh, she's non-judgmental. She is supportive. She supports all the girls. She helps everyone. Like I have never met a more good human and a, such a good soul in my life at, in and outside of the business. She is a very, very special human being and she has helped numerous girls in the locker room. And I just, she's a one, a woman that's going to go down in history for uh, the best of all time because really she, um, She's amazing in the ring. Her work ethic is insane. And she's a really, really good friend. Um, yeah, there's, she's a really special person to me, I have to say. Yeah. It, was there anybody else that you would kind of put on that level of people that you bonded with? Oh, I mean, they're all our sisters. Like, we're all like a family. So I don't want, I'm, I mean, I don't want to start choosing here and there. Like, I, I feel like I, you know, I started with Maurice and, and the Bella twins are like, and, and Soraya is like a sister to me. Like it's all these girls that I, I've I, like, I'm really Alicia Fox. Like we're all very, very close. Uh, I just, you know, I just talked to Mickey James through uh, DMing and texting and like, like I, the bond that we have together is unlike any other because it's, you know, being in this business and being around each other. You, I know you guys heard this is like a, you know, all us wrestlers say the same thing. We're with each other more than our families, but it's true. Like they're my family. Like they'll always be my family and they've been around me through, through the hardest and the best times of my life. Blood, sweat and tears for real, man. <laughs> you know, you can't have any more bond than that. There's not a stronger bond than that. That's for sure. Well, I have to wonder, is there even more of a bond with some of you because of the additional experience of filming Total Divas, which you did for two different seasons. I mean, that yeah. seems like beyond, uh, above and beyond, is that something that maybe even cemented that bond even further in some situations? Yes, yes. And also, it was like, oh my gosh, we would travel. Okay, so we would we would be on the road filming, and then we on our days off, we'd be filming. So it was like, Total Divas was so fun, but at the same time, like, you had to be on all the time. So you're like, you're at TV and you're on, you're at the house shows and you're on, and then you're at home and you got to be on because you're not going to be some boring chick like on TV, like getting filmed, just like twiddling your dumb thumbs. You know what I mean? Like you <laughs> obviously have to be out of this world entertaining. So it's, it, it was a lot. I feel like the, you know, the WWE superstars are the, the hardest working people I like have ever encountered. Like I've met so many amazing business people with amazing work ethic and just the, the hard work that, you know, my friends have put in to their careers and, and off and off time too, you know, off time, we're still working. It's, but we love it. We love it. And we don't complain. We're just like, these really motivated human beings. And it's just a pleasure to be around other people that are that motivated, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Everyone on the same page. And yeah. you know, it's funny. It's, it's almost like how people describe uh, being a doctor or being a fireman or somebody, you know, mm -hmm. very different lines of work, but sort of that 24 seven, all encompassing, always on call lifestyle. Mm -hmm. in a Very vague way. It's very similar. Yes, it is. It's, but uh, never mind. <laughs> oh, come on, you can't do that. <laughs> we, we, we hyped this so hard in the oh, beginning. Shit. You're holding nothing back. 
when you're single and you're, fi- <laughs> and, you're <laughs> and you don't, and you meet and you're like single, you know, not a lot of people are like that. So right. like for me, like I, I feel like it's, it's harder for me to actually connect with someone because people aren't motivated like that. Does that make sense? It absolutely does. And you're in luck because Deemer0797 from Twitter wants to know <laughs> if you're single. So that's yeah, I'm single, but like, no, like my drive and my motivation and my work ethic is like kind of crazy. So like, I, I need someone that's going to be able to keep up, you know? And that's, I, I, I feel like I'm so focused on my daughter and my business that there's not room for a significant other, you know, I'm like, it's going to be Superman. Gotta be. I've got faith faith in Deemer. Deemer, if you're listening, a window of opportunity. Deemer, you tell me your goals and how motivated you are. What time do you wake up in the morning? Just kidding. I am not looking. I'm very, very focused right now. And having a startup and being a single mother, yeah, it leaves little time for yourself. So. Okay, here's one from uh, one of our writers at 411 Mania. Mm, this will uh, be good. Jeffrey Harris wants to know, did any of the subject matter that was revealed or, co- or uh, covered on Total Divas ever make you nervous or uncomfortable? Anything? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> um, so, you know, Bobby and I didn't, we don't have the same religious beliefs, you know? Mm-hmm. So that was really hard to talk about on camera because he's very passionate about what he believes in and I'm very passionate about what I believe in. And it was like really, really, really hard on camera because we were both getting like a- upset for real. And, yeah. you know, it was it was a struggle and, you know, having being pregnant and like, yeah, that it was just... It, that was one of the hardest things for me. And also, you know, all the girls had significant others mostly. And, you know, I was celibate at the time that I was filming before Bobby. And, you know, I I couldn't meet someone I liked, you know, and I was single and I was just lost. And so having that exposed to the world really kind of sucked. (laughs) But at the same time, I felt like when I came out of it, you know, I kind of had a happy ending. And, and I feel like I helped some women out there that, you know, they were single too and they didn't, they were lost and they didn't know what they wanted, you know? So in the end, like I, I feel like I, I was very relatable because, you know, I had real life problems, like issues and, um, and I kind of grew on TV. So people were able to see that. So in a sense, it was, it was hard to have all that put out there, but but I feel like I helped some people, so that kind of made it better. But it was a little embarrassing. It, it, interesting follow-up from Lynch Me All Day. Um, Ooh. <laughs> I assume that's related to Becky, but cannot confirm or deny. Um, were you bothered, I mean, really by anything as far as maybe being portrayed in a way that didn't feel genuine or honest? Specifically, they mentioned the crush on page story from Total Divas. Uh, did did it seem like good, fun, just reality TV kind of stuff? Or was there any lines that were crossed where once you got to see the final editing and the final shows, it, it just felt disingenuous? Uh, 
I was really lost at that time in my life and I really did not know what I wanted. So like, I feel like, um, I feel like, yeah, I kind of wish that I didn't come out like that. You know what I mean? Because it, I was lost and that should have been something personal that I was mm. dealing with on my own, but you're on reality TV. So you kind of have to throw it all out there. You know what I mean? So, you know, that's the one thing about reality TV. Like you have to just kind of go with the flow and whatever you're feeling in the moment, you just, you know, have to be public about it. You, and you feel, I'm sorry. You, you say like when you have to, for those of us who haven't been on a reality TV show, like <laughs> I'm guessing more than half of us, um, did you feel pressure or any manipulation to kind of kind of go outside your comfort zone at all? Or was it just, no, I, I was, I, I, I thought Paige was beautiful and I'm like, you know, like let's, you know, let's let the world know that we like, I think you're, you're beautiful, you know? So like, it wasn't a big deal at the time. But then when I, when I feel, when I watched it back, I was like, Ooh, (laughs) 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 whoa. Yeah, that wasn't one of my proudest moments. <laughs> well, but people remember it certainly. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm glad that I'm. I'm glad that's in the books in the history books. Um, and hopefully on the WWE not- Network for just nine ninety nine a month. So. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, do not watch that. Okay, like I'm an entrepreneur, very serious mother now, and very successful. So. You can leave that down back there and you don't have to watch that episode. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Here's a great question and uh, anonymous, but that's all right because it's mm -hmm. always a great story. What was your first meeting like with Vince McMahon? Oh, (laughs) okay. So my first meeting, like meeting, like an official meeting or just like meeting him in person. I'm going to say whichever one is the better story. (laughs) Okay. So I, I had all these ideas that I wanted to do in WWE. And so like I called to have a meeting with him and, you know, he's very hard to reach. So like I was waiting outside his office for a really long time. He's really, really busy. And I remember like my heart was in my like throats, you know, because I was, you know, I had all these ideas and I wanted to make sure that they were really, really good. They were very thought out. You know, I, I was very well prepared, but you know, he, he's like, he's the coolest guy, but he's also very intimidating. And so like, um, I was nervous and I shouldn't have been because like, you know, I worked for Vince for, for years, you know? So, but of course I, I was still nervous, you know, but I went in there and I had this meeting with him and Stephanie and um and and Kevin Dunn and I they loved my ideas and I was it was really it went really really well but I was so nervous like I don't know if they could tell I don't think they could tell because I covered it really well but but I was just happy it went well the meeting was like half an hour long and it was it was really good and I feel like he looked at me in a different light after that meeting like it, he was proud of me you know so it was a really good experience cool um, Billy Anna from, I think it's from Twitter, uh, wants to know, uh, where was the storyline with Adam Rose supposed to go before, uh, you, I got pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> so I, um, we, like, I wanted to be like Kim Kardashian 
And like that, that basically that we wanted to be that like, kind of like the it couple, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, like Marie's and Miss, 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 sorry. Uh, Marie's and Miss. Um, I always get them mixed up because of the show, Miss and Miss. <laughs> right. Yeah, um, but yeah, kind of like, like that's kind of the, the, the way that I wanted it to go. Um, but we were just kind of like going with the flow and seeing what kind of worked, you know what I mean? So we, we wanted to be that very flashy couple that like thought that they were the best things in the world and the most beautiful people ever. And just, um, it was really fun. It was, it was really, really fun. And I was, I was hoping to get into the ring more after, but then I I got pregnant. So (laughs) we wanted to do some mixed tags and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, and I got all that beautiful gear made, and I was actually valeting. I had no idea I was pregnant, and yeah. the, the last TV t- uh, taping that we did, um, I was actually pregnant, and I, I people could tell because they were like, you know, at backstage, they're like, you know, you you look a little bloated, you know, like I was because usually I'm ripped and I have veins in my stomach, right. and I was like, yeah, it's weird. It, I am kind of bloated. I'm really, really hungry, so hungry. <laughs> And so, yeah, I, I had no idea, but I was like, like two months in, like I had no clue. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. What could have been, um, after you came back after your pregnancy, this is a follow-up from Billyanna. Um, what was the idea then? Was there a storyline mentioned or in place, uh, that would have brought you back? Yes. I, I wanted, I loved the movie Bad Moms. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it? I, I know of it. Yeah. So Christina Applegate is like this really bitchy, judgmental, horrible mom who thinks her, she, I hate saying this, her, thinks her shit doesn't stink. Sorry. <laughs> but she's very like, like upper class, like bitchy, perfect mom with perfect hair. And like, you know, I, you know, I'm around those kind of moms. So I was like, I want to be the bitchy mom that the, the mom that pisses me off that I see at like, you know, bar, bar class. Like we, I take this bar studio class and like, there's some just really rude judgy moms. Like, so I, I'm like, there should be a character that thinks that she's better than everyone else. Cause I was the only one that was a mom at the time. Uh-huh. So, um, and, and Brie was pregnant. So I was already a mother. And so I, I wanted to be thinking that I'm better than everyone else because I experienced the miracle of giving life, you know, natural labor. I'm the toughest woman on this roster because I did this without an epidural. I'm not that in that sense. I wouldn't say that, but, but but basically tougher and better than all the girls in the roster because I'm a mom. So I want to be that like bitchy heel, like perfect mom that, you know, just, gives her gives her daughter like all organic and like just you know better than everyone else and super rich like diamonds and pearls and i had i had gear made it was like really expensive material shiny like i had it i had i was gonna like i was gonna do this i had promos and everything wow i, I would yeah. that would have been very interesting to see how that would have played out on tv yeah <laughs> <laughs> And how long it would take before the epidural would actually be pulled out at some point. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um. Well, let's see here. So, okay, here's one from Maurizio RC. Um, 
What is your opinion of the WWE-Saudi Arabia deal going on despite controversy? So that's something that um, has been kind of a hot-button topic, I guess, over the last year or so, WWE going over there despite a lot of um, a, a lot of issues, to say the least. And we don't really need to get into the political side, but certainly a lot of other American acts and you know a lot of things pulling out of there because of sort of the political climate the clim, climate and the things that are uh, that are happening over there but WWE continuing their commitment not only for the show that they had planned several months ago but also now uh, committed to continuing that relationship um, okay so I have to admit something to you um, okay. since my ACL surgery mm-hmm. I haven't been I have not people are not gonna like this but I you know, call me weak, call me human. I have not been able to watch or keep up with any news in wrestling and WWE and any type of wrestling and anything at all because Mm -hmm. my surgery affected me. It was so hard mentally that I, you know, I prepared to come back and I was, you know, I, I had this amazing move set. And so I kind of disconnected myself from the whole wrestling world for uh since um september i i just i couldn't mentally take it i it it was very painful for me to watch wrestling to i can't do any signings like i've been asked to do signings i've been i was supposed to go to wrestlecon i all these opportunities i've had to turn down because i can't do anything related to wrestling so actually the reason why i chose this interview uh-huh. Is because I love four one one, and I, you know, I've always been a fan of it. So I, that's the reason I'm doing it. But I wouldn't have done it, like I mean, for it, like it's it was. This is kind of like a like very rare situation that I'm on the phone with you doing this interview because I totally disconnected myself with wrestling since the surgery. Um, the recovery was has been very tough. I kind of like I'm not up to date with any of the news or anything that's going on. So I had no idea that this was going okay. on. So um, I don't want to comment on something that I really don't know fully about. No. So uh, does that make sense? <laughs> it does. And, you know, quite honestly, it, it, we've gone in a different direction that I think a lot of a lot of fans are, you know, that's really interesting. You know, just I don't think a lot of people realize just kind of what's been going on exactly with you. And I think that yeah. really speaks to your passion. Um, you know, the fact that you are clearly so affected and and hurt just by not just what you're dealing with, but by the fact that you so closely relate your, you know, who you are and what you want to be doing to something that right now you you can't quite do. So, um, yeah, it's, you know, it's kind of like what you said before, did I have any regrets? And that was one of the regrets I had is that I wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't perform in the ring the way I wanted to perform. Like the way I've never been proud of a match that I have been in ever. And I've been in the WWE for 11 years. So the fact that my comeback was derailed by a very severe injury like that, like, and I'm 40 turning 40 this year, it makes, you know, the future of wrestling and me like not look so uh, realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and especially being a single mom, because th- there comes a time in your life where you've got this human that you love so much that you want to, you know, you want to take care of and give her, her, or him the best.
best life possible. And me being in bed and not being able to take care of her, I mean, uh, like that was really, it's, it was hard on us as a family, you know? So um, it's, it's been, I've not announced my retirement yet because I'm not 100% sure that I'm 100% sure that I'm not going back. But the, it, it, it shouldn't be a surprise to people if I do announce, announce that. Um, I'm not saying it's happening, but it, it's something that I've been thinking about. Well, okay. Yeah. Nothing, nothing happens until it happens. And, you know, certainly yeah. you're yeah. hopeful and we're all hopeful that, that things turn out a different way. But, I mean, yeah. my goodness, thank you so much. I had no idea that, you know, obviously uh, of any of this, when, when we set this up. So, you know, again, on behalf of <laughs> 411 and all of us, it's so great because, because, you know, I think that, um, in a lot of ways, maybe tiptoeing at least back to being able to, uh, at least focus a little more or relate to, or pay a little more attention to what you love. Um, I think it, over time, you know, I'm hoping it would help get you back in a place where, it's not trauma anymore. It's, mm -hmm. it's more of a healthy space. Uh, you know, I, I would yeah. hope that. Yeah. yeah. We just, you can never, you never know, but I just, I just feel like the way, you know, the, when I recovered after surgery, it was so, it was so, it was pretty rough. So it, I, I'm like, I can't imagine getting injured again. Like it took, it took six months out of my daughter's, you know, like to actually walk properly. It was like three, two and a half months. You know, so it's, I mean, it, it was, it was hard on us and imagine that happening again to her and it's not even about me, it's her, you know? So, sure. so yeah, it's a lot, lot to think about. <laughs> hey, well, <laughs> we've got a lot, we've had a lot to talk about and yeah. I hope we'll have a lot more to talk about and I know that your time is short. We're going to come yes. to an for this interview, mm -hmm. um, you know, Hopefully we got, you know, super busy as you are at some point, we're going to beg you and plead to snag yeah. for more because I haven't even gotten through half of the questions that I have for today. So. Yes. Yes. Anytime. I actually really enjoyed, you were very easy to talk to and right. it, I was able to melt <laughs> to you. Melt. You need a melt on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, melt down here. <laughs> Just I gotta say that's gonna be my bragging point of the week. I'm <laughs> I made work on Monday's melt. On <laughs> you did. Before we go, though, for now, um, yes. Is there anywhere you want people to go? To anything to check out online or follow you on social media? Where do you want to point them? Okay, so I'm uh, doing the Pittsburgh Business Show in May. Um, I'm also doing Women Who Rock. It's a benefit for, um, for women's research and health and cancer. And uh, it's uh, for the McGee Women's Hospital. Um, so that's a Women Who Rock. There's an amazing lineup of talented women. And that's in May as well in Pittsburgh. Um, and then I have the Women's Expo in Phoenix. So we're going to be doing tastings. We're sample, giving samples out to, um, to anyone who wants to try our bars and selling our bars too there. And then the Women's Expo in Atlanta. So we're going to be doing that expo as well. So I kind of like close the door to all signings and wrestling. And yeah. I'm kind of just doing all this stuff 
for um, my protein bars and my brand and my meal plans and all of that. So um, if you do want to find me and meet me, you can meet me at women's events <laughs> and I will gladly take a picture. And if you have a eight time for me to sign, I will sign it for free. <laughs> Only if you taste one of my protein bars, though. <laughs> and if you're really, really nice, you just might make her melt. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Melina, it, it's been awesome to talk to you. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, it was nice talking to you, too. Thank you yeah. so much. Yeah, no problem. We'll touch base. And uh, yes. thanks to all of you for listening, submitting your questions, and uh, just keep following us here for more interviews here on the 411 Wrestling Interview Podcast. Thanks, guys. Thank you.